we are alive, people. Here we come. We're coming for you. You better watch out, brother. We're coming. We got our guns and we got our trucks and we got our flags. <laughs> Dear you living, coming right at you. Episode 33. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about religion. Oh, here we go. Uh, finally. We've been thinking about this for a while. But finally, uh, we decided to do it uh, just because... I don't know. Why did we hesitate? Because of a controversy? It's such a... Or? It's pretty controversial. And we have a mm-hmm. lot of listeners that are religious. And again, mm-hmm. so this isn't Pure an attack or criticism necessarily mm-hmm. on those viewers that are religious mm-hmm. or maintain certain beliefs. This is our personal yeah. experience and then also our critical assessment mm-hmm. of religious practices. So we, we just didn't want to, you know, mess up. And not yeah. to say we're not going to mess up because there's still a lot more preparation. This is going to be an ongoing, continual, multi-part mm-hmm. topic, as we've yeah. mentioned in the past with things like friends or love and romance. Right. So this is just part one yeah, in that's numerous a good point. studies mm-hmm. and series with religion being the, the right. primary topic. And, you know, I think inevitably there will be some criticism um, as well as benefits, advantages of uh, religion but uh, at least it won't be done in um, uh, a resentful way, right? I mean, the criticism will be um, productive. That's yeah. what we're aiming for. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think I have any resentment, but I definitely have mm-hmm. strong negative feelings mm-hmm. and opinions and ideas surrounding a lot of religious choices. Mm-hmm. And maybe some backstory to kind of help people. Yeah, We've talked about this That's before, I believe, in an episode seven or eight when we were talking about us. the theory of us mm-hmm. yeah we both have backgrounds strongly tied to religious belief mine being tied to christianity in various forms mm-hmm. um you know baptism or non-denominational a whole bunch or sorry baptist non-denominational and other various um disciplines mm-hmm. and sects i guess you would call them in the religion and i was a devout follower and believer for 20 something years and yeah i, I mean People that know me can speak to it, I guess, is probably the easiest mm-hmm. way. Uh, more than happy to share a lot of my very personal experiences there. But yeah, um, I was somebody that went, and again, people that know me probably know, I'm someone that goes probably all in when I do something. Mm-hmm. And I was all into Christianity from the time I was able to even maintain or hold belief. So I, I'm no stranger to the yeah. to the matter. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about your background? Yeah, mine is very similar as well. That uh, my my family was Christian, so I automatically, you know, I didn't have any choice. Um, and that's pretty much the case to uh, most people, right? Uh, they're born to a Christian family, and they become automatically, at least up to a certain point, uh, stay as uh, Christian. Uh, and I was like that too, and. Um, I, I have the personality too that um, I can become um, entirely passionate. Uh, I don't really look anything else when I'm really focused on on a thing, fixated on a thing. So Christianity was uh, something like that to me. Um, yeah. Even though I was really into Jackie Chan uh, during the <laughs> same time. <laughs> hey, me too. Um, and Bruce so Lee. I would often um, show up at a church to a service. Um, 
dressed up like Jackie Chan. I, I've done that many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> was, That's racist, bro. Because <laughs> I, I love them so much. I guess that's interesting, right? To me, even though I was very religious, I uh, had this, uh, you know, secular interest. Yeah. And, I mean, it was not a lot, but to me, um, what about you? Like, did you did you like anything else? Yeah. I mean, there was definitely some things that were conflicting with my faith uh-huh. and belief, primarily the way uh, my mom viewed those interests. So mm-hmm. I liked... Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh playing cards which yeah. had elements of magic mm-hmm. and then Pokemon it was huge everybody loved Pokemon but yeah. it talked about evolution so there was a lot of those things were banned in my household mm-hmm. or heavily regulated at yeah. different times I mean eventually there was some give as I got older just because you can't right. control every aspect but even so much what I would listen to music wise or watch movies mm-hmm. um, there's heavy prejudice against it unless it was christian Mm -hmm. but over time you know growing up and maturing my mom allowed more things for us to become more open and accepting Mm -hmm. of those things yeah so i think that was beneficial but i was also the type of person where i didn't need somebody to tell me this is the wrong thing to do or the right thing to do right i had some intuition in that regard at least how to behave or how i wanted to behave Mm-hmm. And it was more of an internal source rather than an external be, you know, somebody tell me you have to behave this way. Right. You know, I've read the Bible through and through. It was very devout, very, yeah. you know, prayers, soul winning, going door to door, knocking, witnessing to people, preaching, um, praying to people on the streets. You know, I packed up and put everything in my car and drove to uh, the International House of Prayer, which mm-hmm. seems like a cult now but yeah. i was going to go there for theology school to be a minister i felt yeah. the call and i was very passionate and very devout and so i went out there and i drove and i realized and it felt wrong at that yeah. time it didn't dissolve my belief in christ or god but mm-hmm. it i knew even under that like paradigm that faith mm-hmm. that this is the wrong call i'm doing this which was for a girl because that's yeah. to me the most important thing has been like romantic love, the most reoccurring element. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it, it led to an eventual complete department or department, but uh, departure from the faith as I right. learned more. And I think we talked about this again on episode seven, but I think mm-hmm. a lot of our joys with religion was primarily coming from a place that we we were the type that want answers we want to understand yeah. why mm-hmm. and how things work and there's a lot of philosophical you know inquiries that yes religious text makes mm-hmm. um granted they arrive to a very different conclusion than other mm-hmm. philosophers and i would say the impact is mm-hmm. much more serious as we've seen with murders um slavery and a whole bunch of other things mm-hmm. and not to say that these things wouldn't exist if it wasn't for religion yeah, I believe another belief system would dominate and, you know, spread like wildfire that has the same kind of effects. But because that's not the situation, not the time we live in, in the mm-hmm. Western world, yeah, we're going to primarily talk about and discuss, I believe, <clears throat> Christianity. Largely, yes, just because it's been the most dominant uh, force um, for our societies, yeah, the Western world especially, the modern uh, Western world. And um, therefore, 
a lot of values of our societies have been um, associated with the ideas of Christianity. Yeah, therefore, it is inevitable to talk about more on um, talk more about Christianity than other religions. Of course, we'll attempt to touch on other religions as well um, when when relevant. But uh, don't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> Try because, to take cool again, uh, and calm and collected. Sincere Christians, and same as you. I mean, I, I was I was going to be a, a priest, you know, go to a, a university to study theology. Wow. Um, and then, to me, uh, there were a lot of conflicts between what I uh, have di- had discovered to be moral, you know, good, and uh, eventually my values, um, I guess, exceeded my faith. And I had to walk away. And yeah. um, that really happened because of, like you said, um, I our tendency to um, make inquiries about yeah. things that are unknown to me and things that are uh, uh, interesting to look into. And then um, I was considering actually study philosophy first. I was still religious. But I wanted to study philosophy first and uh, move over to theology. But during the process, I uh, uh, became non-religious. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that's my uh, story yeah. in short. So uh, it's very similar backgrounds. Yeah. I mean, we could talk all day about the ins and outs and our personal <laughs> anecdotal experiences right. in religion. And there's yeah. a lot of great people. I still have you know, religious yeah. friends, family that are very loving and kind. So this is not, again, a criticism of people that maintain and hold specific beliefs. This is a criticism mm-hmm. and an evaluation, if you could say that, yeah. of beliefs. Yeah. Because the second somebody tries to identify with something and then mm-hmm. enacts it through their living and their lifestyle, it's going to be different than the word, right? I mean, this is mm-hmm. the case of anything. Yeah, You try to act, it's going to be different than what you're trying to act. Like right. This is the part of things getting lost in translation. Yeah. So we're not speaking necessarily about anybody in particular today. Um, mm-hmm. Many people that hold Christian beliefs and Christ as their Savior have provided great deals of leaps forward to humanity, love in their personal life, and a whole bunch of great things. So right. if you're one of those people, please don't take it too harshly. Just try to hear maybe the words and the criticisms and mm. we'll listen to your feedback. Yeah. Now that we necessarily want to get into a, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, argument about yeah. where we're coming from, but yeah. we, we would love to clarify anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're uh, always trying to re- refine what yeah, we, yeah, we think, course. right? Yeah, yeah. This medium, uh, is naturally unilateral. So, uh, if you have any questions about our discussion or, uh, comments, just let us know. Um, on YouTube or you know, any other platforms, but um, you know, and and I like to say that. I mean, this this should be this just free discussion, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any, uh, I don't have a lot of pressure, honestly. Initially, I did because, well, this is very uh, controversial subject, so we should be careful. But at the same time, um, this is not a discussion for. Um, making them look bad, right? Yeah. And that's not what I'm trying to do. We're just 
trying to have this productive discussion about religion and its role and the problems associated with it today more than anything. I think we're motivated initially because of uh, things are happening today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more than anything, of course, religion has been uh, one of um, the most interesting subjects that we've been talking about. But at the same time, um, because of... um, I forgot what I was saying right before that. The impact of religion, where you're going to bring up things that's going on laws right now? Yes, we've been talking about religion a lot, but then uh, we didn't have enough motivation to actually bring into our uh, podcast, even though... We talk about a lot off screen. Yeah, off screen. But uh, lately, um, what's been happening, you know, uh, gun shooting and... You know, uh, racism and sexism and all that uh, kind of motivated us to um, talk about it on our platform. Yeah, at least broach it, broach the subject. Mm -hmm. It's and again, it's hard because this is such a personal nature for Mm -hmm. so many people that maintain any type of belief that it's very your ego is going to immediately be flared up by some of the things we're going to say. Yeah, you're going to feel challenged and it's going to feel bad, probably. Yeah, but. Again, just take it take it in mm-hmm. stride because this is how we learn when our egos are challenged. For us as well. Challenge our mm-hmm. egos too, you know. So I guess with that, you you had done some research. Yeah. Stuff you um, already know, but you put more pen to paper, I guess, with it. So you want to open up? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I, I wanted to look into all the religions first uh, because obviously it's hard to prove uh, or find even evidence of the very first religion. It's hard, but... We can look into, um, you know, ancient uh, civilization, civilizations and look at how those religions have uh, progressed and affected uh, the religion today. That's why it's kind of important to look at it. But anyway, uh, many religions are originally going to have some sort of fertility, fertility cult, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, I mean, we're going to uh, touch on those things briefly later, but... Um, if you look at Babylon, uh, Istar, the earth goddesses, uh, was supreme among other female divinities. And, well, this is kind of interesting. The, the reason I'm bringing it up is that the great mother was worshipped under various names, right? Uh-huh. Uh, because when Greek colonists in Asia Minor, the, the west coast of Turkey, um, they found temples to her, right? And they named her Ar- Artemis. Oh, so Artemis. that's yeah. yeah. This is this origin of Artemis. Wow. The Greek I didn't realize that's the original. Okay. Yeah, and then they took over the existing cult, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what happened was that that was the origin of Diana of the uh, Ephesians. Christianity transfigured her into the Virgin Mary. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. It's <laughs> it's funny. A lot of these. Yeah. So when you speak about the fertility cults and things yeah. of that nature. I think the reason we have that understanding is because a lot of the archaeology we've discovered mm-hmm. and found, right? Yeah. That's a big part. Um, so there's like archaeological evidence more than just mm-hmm. guesswork in regards to right. uh, fertility clear, fertility cults. Um, <laughs> I can't, you love can't the word. Today. What is going on? Cult. Yeah, I love cults. <laughs> I can love them, man. <laughs> Get out there. Spread the good words. <laughs> But um, also, it's really interesting to look at around uh, around the same time, Egypt and Babylonia. They have very uh, different 
uh, aspects of religion because uh, Egyptians were overly preoccupied with death. Um, that's why, so they believe that the souls of the dead are judged by um, Osiris, their god, mm-hmm. uh, based on the manner of their life on earth, right? That's why they did, um, you know, uh, created this grand tombs because mm. they believe that they may come back, yeah, yeah. right? So even though Egyptians are really occupied with death, um, Babylonia was not like that. They had more like a warlike development. Um, so the independent independent cities fought each other, and in the end, uh, Babylon became uh, supreme. Therefore, their gods became um, supreme over others, yeah. and um, the Babylon's the main god, the primary god Marduk, who got a position like that later held by Zeus in the Greek uh, pantheon. Wow. Right, so you can see that even they're really close and um, uh, similar civilizations, um, they have very different, um, you know, features of yeah. religion. Yeah, I think yeah. one important thing to mention here is with the adaptation of yeah. all, all these other gods from cultures. Mm-hmm. A big part of the reason, from my understanding and my reading, and it's been a while since I've read mm-hmm. uh, early, like early civilization and religious studies, but a lot of it was in order to get people to convert or to be okay with regime overturn, is that mm-hmm. they had to basically repackage gods or identify and pick them up. Yes, yes. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. people are not... When you believe something, you're mm-hmm. willing to die for it. Like, real belief of almost yeah. any nature, people are willing to die for. So a lot of this was, like, adaptation as well. Yes, yes. Uh, so, like, as a uh, the most, as the most dominant uh, aspect of development of religion is that it was bound up with the government, right? And then a god or goddesses became associated with the state for political motives. So a king became divine with despotic powers and owned all the land. As a result, the gods also became associated with morality. Mm. So morality and law became closer and closer during this development. And then um, the lawgivers... They had, uh, they were divine because they were king and lawgiver givers were basically uh, receiving this code of conduct morality. Therefore, uh, a breach of this law becomes impurity. Yeah, yeah. So you can see this kind of why religion was, or at least we can say that the uh, the purpose of a religion at the time and how they utilized religion. At yeah. least we can say that whether or not the gods were real. At least we can say that the uh, uh, the states yeah. really utilize the concept of religion yeah. for and their political it, motives. Exactly, and it's really mm-hmm. difficult to segregate out and decide which yeah. of these people, these political figures, actually were true believers or are using mm-hmm. it merely as a tool for control. Yeah, because that that varies from time period, and you could make the claim you can never really know if somebody's actually truly mm-hmm. in good faith. Yeah, maintaining these beliefs or these ideas, and then you know circulating them to the people or enforcing them via law mm-hmm. or otherwise or you know even social conduct social mm-hmm. standard yeah and also um since we're going to talk about uh, christianity as well uh, obviously this could be i mean controversial depending on um who is listening to this <laughs> but this is based on 